0: Welcome, Cub football fans, to episode two of Cub Football Focus, a podcast dedicated to the facts of everything Lucas football. This week, we are joined by Coach Joe Marsano, head middle school coach for the Lucas Cubs. This week, we wanted to bring Joe on and get his perspective on what's going on in, in middle school football and its impact on our entire program, so we welcome Joe this morning and Joe, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you.
0: Joe, you have been with our program now for 10 seasons and uh, I believe what we're on uh, seven straight winning seasons here now for you.
1: I think so. Uh,
0: this past season, 2020, uh, we were fortunate enough to to get our football season in with the COVID parameters and things and, and another good season for our middle school Cubs as they went five and two. Tell us a little bit about. Uh, what you're most proud of of the season and, and what we can look forward to uh, these young cops in the future.
1: Well, mostly I was glad that we were able to actually have a season. I was really worried that that was going to get shut down at the beginning of August. And I was really looking forward to being with this team this year. I had most of these students in math class uh, during when they were in seventh grade. So I I knew what I was getting into. Um, and was really looking forward to it. So I was a bit disappointed that, or concerned that it might get canceled. Um, the, this, this eighth grade group is an interesting group. Uh, they're that group that ride each other, get on each other, make fun of each other, but stick together. Um, it's like they know each other real well, um, probably too well, uh, but I knew they were gonna be a fun group having been around them uh, in class so i was really looking forward to that part of it and they didn't disappoint
0: you know with a five and two season you know given the pandemic and everything and and uh, as that you know the head coach of the program you know i feel for what we go through as far as scheduling but tell me about some of the the difficulties that you've encountered as head middle school coach and with us being independent as a, a football program Uh, putting together a schedule for our middle school kids and making sure that we're able to fill all those slots so that our kids get that playing experience.
1: Well, I think going into it, you just have to have a mentality of, if somebody's willing to play, we're gonna play them. Doesn't matter how big their school is, doesn't matter to a degree how far away they are. If we can get a game in, we just need to get a game in. And I think that helps our kids in terms of, it doesn't matter. You know, we're going to play and we're going to do what, what what we're going to do because it doesn't matter who or where or when or how. Um, we need to make sure that we are prepared and doing the things that, that we're coached to do during practice um, so that we're ready to play on Thursdays um, with the idea that it's not about Thursdays, it's about Fridays. Um, all we're trying to do at the middle school level is just kind of set the tone, set the base for... Uh, what's gonna happen on Friday nights and, and hopefully um, gaining a, a week 11. Um, but the, but the biggest challenge, I guess, year to year is filling the schedule. How far do we have to go? Uh, who's gonna be able to play us? Um, but it's it's worked out pretty well.
0: So as head middle school coach, what is your number one goal for our seventh and eighth graders each season? Uh, when the, when they come into our middle school program and they leave to take that next step but up, up into the JV and varsity program, what is the goal that you have set for the middle school program in terms of the development of our kids?
1: I think number one, it's uh, for me it, it's the kids have to have fun. Um, I think the way you keep kids in a program is is it has to be a good experience. If they show up, and and they're just getting beaten down in practice every week, or they're not getting to play. Chances are they're not going to want to come back out the next year. And, and put the size of our school, we you know we can't have that kind of attitude. So ideally, it's it's you you know you want it to be a good experience for middle school boys. Um, and we've tried pretty hard to have a lot of fun, um, try to be as lighthearted as possible, yet. The other part of that is, is having high expectations of um, accountability and responsibility and doing your job and, and making sure you're at practice and working hard while you're at practice. Because the other goal, I think in, in the end result is, is getting kids to be better football players, um, smarter football players, understanding that, that how to play the game, what you're supposed to do, what it takes to play the game Uh, um, what you need to bring to the table, what you need to be prepared to do. Um, That's the kind of stuff that you kind of put in day to day with, but you have to make it fun. You have to make it um, so that it's not so much uh, a drain or not so much a pressure, um, but that yet you're still accomplishing that goal of preparing kids for the next level. We're trying to set, at the middle school level, a real fundamental base of blocking, tackling, um, and executing uh, discipline. Uh, Those kind of things that that I think have been helpful at the next level, at high school level, um, because kids have an understanding of our uh, base plays in the offense, um, an understanding of where they need to be and that they have a job on defense and that they have to do their job. And then uh, especially tackle, Uh, When they when they get to the ball, Um, so for me, I think it's always been you got to have fun doing this, and um, so we have fun day to day, but we get a lot of work in too, which prepares them on the field uh, and and prepares them for the next level. I mean, those two things got to go hand in hand. It's the fun, but it's the the growth, you know, that that being a better football player, both physically and 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 mentally.
0: Yeah, I think this age group, seventh and eighth grade, um, that you coach with our middle school program, is that time where they're going from that that goofiness and because they're, they're going through so many physical changes of moving from uh, you know an elementary into a young teenager, getting ready to start high school and those things. So you're getting them, you're getting them at that age where they're. They're almost like a very moldable style clay, so to speak. And, you know, so in, in terms of that, these eighth graders are getting ready to become freshmen for us this next season uh, in Lucas football. What are some of the things that you think that they're going to bring to the table? I mean, we're talking about a team that's been pretty successful uh, in, in middle school, you know, five and two this season, uh, a nice sized group of eighth graders. So what are some of the things you think that they're able to bring to the table to help our high school program as they are freshmen next year?
1: Well, I think you have a a good group in terms of ability. Um, You've got a nice mix of of kids who can um, play on the line and a nice group of kids who can can be skill players. Um, I think the thing that stands out to me for this group of kids is just how well they get along. Um, It reminds me a lot of um, the class that uh, just went to the state finals, how how you had that mix of kids who uh, are so different in who they are and how they are, but yet they're kind of bonded together and they just all get along and they know each other so well. It's that same kind of camaraderie that I think sticks out to me with this group. Um,
0: kind of um, Kind of that family mentality that... It's okay for me to pick on him, but nobody else is going to pick on him. Or it's it's okay for me to poke fun, but when it when it comes to somebody else, that's not happening because that's my brother type right. mentality. And
1: not only is it okay for me to pick on him, but I'm gonna pick on him. You know, that's just that's just the way we roll. But-
0: of course, of course, in a in a in a positive manner as far as football and and, and fun. It's it's not never a negative thing.
1: Oh no, it, it's that it's that you know, you know each other so well and that's, this is how we interact, but I've also got your back. I'm also not going to hold it against you. Um, You know, I'm also, it's, we're still going to be together regardless of how I say things, because, you know, I can say whatever to my brother and he can say whatever to me and and we can disagree and do all those things. But in the end, me and my brother are brothers and that will never change. And it's kind of the same with this group. You you see that quality in there with with this group as a whole. for me, they were a lot of fun to be around. I'm, I'm glad, even though we had to go through all the COVID, all the mask wearing, all the hoops that we had to jump through, I'm glad we got to do it because I, I was looking forward to it.
0: And I think being able to, as a group, overcome those things that they were faced with this year because of COVID is going to you know lend its hand. And, you know, because it's never if adversity happens, it's when adversity happens later on in, in, in sports and life. And so in being able to have this, these adverse situations this season, be able to have the season and overcome them like they did and be successful, definitely lends itself to doing those same type of things when faced with adversity later on in life, not just in sports or school, but in life period. What about the seventh graders? What, what are you excited about for them becoming eighth graders and being the leaders at the middle school program next year?
1: Well... The, the thing that, that i'm looking forward to is and i look forward to it every year is you get those seventh graders who you're looking at and you're going oh they're just not ooh, this isn't going to be that and then then when they get to eighth grade you there's you see that change in them because now they're in charge and they're running things and it's it's their year and how they've stepped up and they're working harder and you can see you start to see those fundamentals that you put together in seventh grade And then when they show up in eighth grade now they're doing it they're leading it they've taken that step which is always fun to see because you 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 have those kids where you think "Mm, boy this is just not going to be good and then they show up in eighth grade and they're a completely different kid and 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 you're so impressed and, and so pleased that they've decided to make that change and put that effort in and i don't spend a whole lot of time having to motivate or or encourage um players to step up, especially from seventh grade to eighth grade, Um, that they see it in the eighth graders. um, So that when it's their turn, they know how to do it. They they understand what's expected of them because now they've got a group behind them that they have to lead. Um, And it just and it just kind of keeps going and keeps rolling. I was so concerned that if we didn't have a year that that seventh grade group would miss that experience of seeing how a team leads. Um, I spend a lot of time talking about how to do it. You know, this is how we lead. You're, you know, I, I tell the eighth graders or I tell the team leaders, it doesn't matter who it is. Your job is to pick people up. If I'm getting on people, your job is to help them move forward. And I push them to pick each other, to encourage. Your job is encourage. you be positive. That's you. That's you. That's you. And it happens. They do it. Um, and and they're encouraging and helpful, usually to them younger guys, because they've been through it. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to those seventh graders seeing seeing how that happens and what occurs, who steps up, because you never know. It could be kids that you think are just not going to do it, end up being completely different the next year. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that part of it. That's going to be interesting to see
0: in your 10 years with our program now as head middle school coach what do you feel like from your perspective to give our listeners uh a different angle on how things go within our program what do you think is the strongest foundational core value or structure uh item in our program that makes it successful
1: well i I think that you know in our five facts. Number one is family. Um, to me, I think top to bottom that's, I think that's been the, uh, the biggest difference in our success because every program teaches or, or preaches family. Um, but not every program walks it. And I think when, you know, when every kid matters, I mean, I'm coaching every kid hard regardless of their ability. It may be different how I coach them, or my expectations may be different, um, but I'm expecting them to grow. Um, you're as important to me whether you're standing on the sideline most of the time on a Thursday or whether you're holding a pad most of the time during the week. You're, you're just as important to me as the guy that's running the ball every time or the guy that's making all the tackles or, or whoever else that might be because you being at practice helps all us get better. Um, I need you to do what you can do so that we can be better. You know, we don't keep statistics and things like that at school level because it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter. It's not about the individual, it's about the team. And, you know, when I watch these same kids go through the high school, because I see you guys on Friday or at camp or those kind of things, it's, I think that same mentality is preached. You know, when I'm watching you do dance-offs, at the after games with freshmen, um, that tells me that that kid who's not contributing on Friday night because of various reasons um, is just as important as the guy that's you know throwing touchdowns or running the ball. Um, and I think that kid feels that way. You know that's special to him. He feels important, and he should because if you're gonna if you're gonna come out, and you're gonna spend all this time with us and you're gonna sweat and you're gonna hit and you're gonna run and do all these things, it, you should feel important. You should feel like you belong. Um, regardless of your ability, because not everybody, you know, there's always somebody on the team who's gonna be the best player. There's always somebody on the team that's gonna be the worst player. That That is just how it is. Um, but everybody should feel like they belong, they matter. Um, that it's, that it's important to the coaches that they're there. Um, so I think for me, <clears throat> the fact that we're a family and that you're important as a player and as a student and as an individual and as a person um, and that we're glad that you're there, I think sends a, sends a pretty strong message. And I think it helps motivate kids. I think kids then feel like they want to be there. They want to be there. They want to, they want to do well. They want to work hard. Nobody wants to run. I mean, I don't know about you, but nobody wants to run. But if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to run as hard as you can possibly run, despite how hot it is, despite how long we've been there, despite how much your knee hurts or your elbow hurts or whatever, if you're willing to do that, that says a lot about you as an individual. And that's a choice that you can make. And and I think because of how we treat kids and treat individuals, I think they want to make that choice.
0: Oh, definitely. It's, you know, football is one of those games where, um, because it's so demanding that if you're a part of it, it's because you want to be a part of it. Uh, you, you, you can't, for lack of better terms, you can't fake being a part of football. It's so demanding. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate your perspective about the family piece and that's something that, You know, well, you know, I think we always can get better at on each and every day that I think that that's a cognizant uh, focus and effort of our program to make sure that everyone in our program feels how important they are and understands that every role is important. And to hear that from your perspective, a guy that coaches at the middle school and leads our middle school program, but also has a role on Friday nights for us. and different management things on the sidelines and stuff. So you get to see these kids that you've had two and three or four years ago. Now they're at the high school level and you're seeing their growth and you're seeing how they're performing and you're seeing that crossover. Uh, It's a neat perspective. So my last question for you before we're done here with this episode of our podcast is what is the message that you have for those that are sixth graders or younger and looking to possibly become a member of our football program and specifically the middle school program what do you want them to know or what do you want to encourage them um, to to experience or to try to be a part of our program what 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 do we have to offer them and what are you excited about getting them involved in our program and, and why well
1: you know, in terms of, I guess, my recruiting technique is, is I, I have to preach it's fun. You know, for, for a 12-year-old boy, they're not interested in work. They're interested in fun. So I really have to preach that it's a good time, it's fun, we have a good time. It's not about just, you know, we're going to hit each other all day long. Um, and I try to help uh, the kids, the seventh graders um, who've been through it, Relate that, you know. Hey, let them, make sure that when you talk to the kids in the hallway, tell them how much fun you had. Um, that it was a good time. That they're going to get to play. Um, we make it. We make it a point to play every kid, every game. And and that's not necessarily, you know. Hey, we're up by 30, and there's a minute left. Who has a play? You know, if we can get kids in before halftime, I mean, that's a, that's kind of where we're trying to get to. Um, and and we make a point of that so you know i preach it's going to be fun you're going to get to play um the thing that i the thing that i don't tell them you know to their face but the thing that i try to get them to be able to do is learn to become more than they realize they can be to overcome to do more than they think they can you know it's football's hard it's not an easy sport but when you realize that you can do more than you think you can and overcome more than you think you can um, and accomplish those things through football that translates to other things you know if i can if i can run these beasts uh even though i don't feel like it you know what's going to stop me from taking the taking this task and and doing my best on it because that's a choice that i make um that's kind of my underlying uh, underlying goal with kids, but to get them in, you know, it's, it's got to be that whole mentality. It's fun. It's a good time. We want you. Um, you're gonna like it. And, you know, my my the, the line that I often use is, you know, at one point you didn't know you liked chocolate cake, and the only way you found out was by trying. Um, so you know, come on, give it a try. See if you like. it. If you don't like it, that's fine. And and, and you know. The other thing is is because they don't want it doesn't mean they're any less important. If they choose not to play football, you know, I'm not going to not talk to them in the hallway. Um, they're still as important as an individual. Um, and I like to try to keep that door open because, all right, I had to play in seventh grade, but you know, this guy treated me pretty nice. Even though I didn't play football, he, he treated me just like everybody else. That kid might decide, I'm going to play in eighth grade or I'm going to play in high school, you know, because you've got kids that, high school that didn't play in
0: winter school. Oh, absolutely. I talk to uh, young men all the time about uh, giving our program a try or giving the sport of football a try. My thing to them is, is our program wants good people like they are. I'm always looking for good people. And it starts with the person. I'm not, I'm more concerned about the quality of person they are than what they can bring athletically or talent wise, because, you know, those football skills can be developed and created Through practice and repetition, but I'm always I'm always interested in bringing a good person into our program, and we strive, you know, that kind of that you want them to to realize and that they can be more or become more or overcome more is that motto that we have at the high school where we talk about striving to make your best better. You know, today's best can be made better, and and that's that growth piece that you talked about.
1: I can't tell you how many times I talk to kids that say, "Man, I wish I would have played at middle school," you know, because they they get into the program, and they realize really just how much fun it is and how much uh, they feel like they belong, and and regardless of when they played or or how much they played, the thing that the thing that I wish I could do that I don't have an opportunity to do is in talking to parents who are unsure about whether their kids should play football because you know you hear all the stories about concussions and those kind of things is. Is what I don't think parents realize is how much kids grow from doing something difficult, um, how much kids learn confidence and um, self-assurance because I pushed myself and made this choice to do this. And again, it goes back to if I can run all these beasts and do all this stuff, it's painful. How can I not sit and take a test or not take time to study or not do those kind of things to become a better person and, and be able to work harder and push myself to do more than I want to, you know, because I need to. Um, I, I just wish there was a way to get that out a little bit more. Maybe this is a way to do that through this podcast.
0: Well, I can tell you, you know, with what you've devoted over the last 10 seasons and the impact that you've had on our young men and their growth as not just athletes and football, but as, as people, as as quality individuals is we're extremely honored to have you in our program and we couldn't be where we are today without it. And we just thank you for taking the time uh, to share with us your perspective on some things in our program and give us a glimpse into the middle school program that not everybody gets to see all the time or hear about. And uh, thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. We'll be